All right. So welcome back to the Hair There and Back podcast. So today I have a good friend of mine. His name is Cole Keedy. Say hello, Cole. Hello. (laughs) The focus for the podcast today is going to be all about shampoo and scalp health. I think that's uh, something Cole knows a little bit more about these days, right? Yes. I mean, nothing outside of the realm of what Megan has taught me. But yeah, I I do know a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) So take me through a journey on how your scalp care journey started. And then when you came to me for help. I guess up until like middle school-ish, I'll go that far back, my hair just started getting like really itchy. My scalp was just super irritated and I had dandruff falling off of me all day long. I just had like always dandruff on myself and I would sit there sometimes and just like continuously pick at my scalp, just like picking off pieces of dandruff and it was gross and horrible and would not recommend that to anybody or I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. It really sucked. And it wasn't necessarily an everyday thing for you, right? Like it would pop up for like a while and then it would like go away for a little bit, right? Well, that was how it was when I, you know, like late high school and then college and then up until I met you, it would kind of be a thing of if I didn't like wash it for a day or two, it would start to get agitated or inflamed. And then I met Megan and And we were hanging out. Uh, We had classes together and I told her one day that I needed a haircut and she was like, oh, I'm a hairstylist. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I don't have to go (laughs) to a salon and get my haircut anymore. I can just have my friend do it. And after a while, I... He paid me in dinner for like the longest time. I did. It was awesome. (laughs) It was it was a good deal, actually, because we did the haircuts at, at my place and I usually just did dinner right afterward and it worked out great. Yeah. Free food. So, yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. Free food's always a bonus. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where was I? Oh, yeah. So you started cutting my hair and I, I think it was right after you first cut it. I was just like, how was the dandruff situation? And you were just like, it's really bad. And I'm like, yes, it is really bad. Also, also I think you're misusing your vocabulary a little bit that you've learned, but that's okay. It's fine because this is great. I'm glad that you're actually saying it this way because this is going to be able to relate to listeners. And if you're listening out there to this, you can probably understand what he means when he says that he's having dandruff. Everybody always thinks they have dandruff. Yeah. So when I started cutting your hair for the first time, He asked me, he goes, oh, uh, how's the dandruff situation? And I was like, "Okay, so I've seen this my whole career. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a sit down, talk with you and explain the situation. You maybe have a little bit of dandruff, but you don't really have dandruff as prominently as you think you do. Mm -hmm. What you had was dry scalp. Yes. And so how were you treating that dry scalp? What specific shampoo were you using to try to make that go away when you thought it was dandruff? Well, thank God they're not sponsoring this episode because I used (laughs) head and shoulders, (laughs) uh, which come to find out uh, does not work at all. It it can work if you actually have dandruff. It's it's not my number one recommended product for dandruff, but it, it can be useful. Yes. But it was not working for me. No, it wasn't working for you. And do you remember why it wasn't working for you? 
No. Okay. So the reason why it wasn't working for you is that dandruff shampoo, like head and shoulders, contains ingredients to dry out the environment of your scalp. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So, by ch- but he didn't know that it was dry scalp. He thought it was dandruff and he thought he should be treating it with what the stores or the ads tell you you should be treating dandruff with. But what he was doing instead was he was just drying the hell out of it <laughs> and making it worse. And then the other ingredients that dandruff has in it is actually chemicals that kind of dissipate and like eat up. Yeah. Yeah. They like eat up the cells that are the dandruff, right? Because dandruff can pile onto each other in a similar way of dry scalp. It dissolves it. Yeah. So it'll like dissolve it. And what it was actually doing to you though, it was dissolving the flakes. Mm -hmm. So it made you think that they were going away. But what was really happening is you were just drying it out. The core problem wasn't getting fixed. Yeah. And then the chemicals were eating it up and then you didn't know because it would just come back again (laughs) and again. And then so I was like, I was trying to convince him that this was the problem. And you kind of weren't with me at first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I had a really kind of like dumb philosophy, like for the longest time of like, well, I kind of wanted to find stuff that I could find kind of anywhere and so being able to find like a shampoo at any old you know walmart or store was kind of the goal of whenever i bought shampoo and so i i mean i tried everything i went through every single kind of shampoo they had at the store I went through every single brand of head and shoulders thinking that maybe one of them would work and none <laughs> of them ended up working you know i also wanted to try to find something that was cheap and as i've learned it's not always good to go uh, cheap with stuff like this. And it's also up until I tried what we ended up finding out was the solution. I remember my scalp would still be immediately itchy. Like it, it didn't feel like it was calming down at all. Like it was just very red and yeah. irritated it looked in general. Like if saying, I put my, yeah. my hands through your hair, you couldn't tell if I was just standing in front of you. But mm-hmm. when I actually put my hands through the pieces of your hair and looked at your actual skin on your scalp, I was just like, yeah, it's just irritated. It just looks like you've been scrubbing it. And yeah. maybe you have, but even on the times where you weren't, it was still red. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. So I guess we can get into like the actual like fix of the problem. Uh, so I remember I, I came over to your house, we were hanging out and I was just like, listen, I'm so tired of my scalp being so itchy. It's driving me crazy. I'm like doing this all day long, like a, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a crazy person. And so I was like, I need to find a solution now. I don't care how much it costs. And you asked me first, do you use anything with tea tree oil in it? That was the first thing you asked me. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't think so. And you're like, you got to try that first. And tea tree oil can be a fix for the dandruff. It can be can be very strong on your scalp for dry scalp. But if you're getting the right products that have that included in it, then yeah, it can be really beneficial for your scalp. Yeah. So what I recommended for him was to use the Paul Mitchell tea tree shampoo and conditioner in conjointment together. Mm -hmm. Did I just make up a word? Conjointment. Is that a word? That I've heard it used in conjointment. I like that word in in conjunction. It's usually conjunction. conjunction. That's what it is. Okay. (laughs) What I had him use was the head and shoulders tea tree shampoo and conditioner in conjunction with each other. They do not work when you use them by themselves. When you are trying to treat a situation, you need to use both the shampoo and the conditioner. And he was kind of not with that at first. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't really like, because you have to buy like two bottles of shampoo and then the conditioner and like it, they're like 20 bucks each it's like yeah. that's a real big investment so yeah. i was like well most most people really enjoy the two-in-ones yeah yeah 
Yeah, well, well, because it's convenient, it's less containers, it gives you less money, you just put it in once and it's done. But mm -hmm. I was, I guess at that point, I was willing to try something different because what I tried before, it didn't work. And you had had so much experience in hair than I ever will. I was just like, you know what, I may as well just try it. And part of me wished that they had like a smaller like sample size, but I was like, you know what, I'll try it. And then I think he even said like, if you don't like it, you, you give it to me and I'll use it. And so that was kind of the idea. Yeah. 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 I'll meet you halfway. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that I was going to use it at all, though. <laughs> I knew that he was going to love it. And how long did it take for it to clear up for you? Shoot. I remember. Well, the first thing that, that I saw right away was like I put it in and then scrubbed and was like, Oh, wow. This feels amazing. Oh, yeah. Because it has a little bit of mint in there. Yeah, it also smelled and great, too. Yes, like, it wakes like, you up. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's um, a great selling point for the product. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, well, the, the shampoo, I remember, was lavender. And then the conditioner is, like, mint scented. So it kind of created this, like... It was nice. It was like I was like walking through like a garden or something. It was awesome. Yeah. And so I, I remember I, I put in the shampoo and scrub, and I was like, wow, this feels really good. And then I did the conditioner. I was like, wow, that feels amazing. Cause I, you know, you put in the shampoo and then your hair still kind of feels like raw because yeah. you just scrubbed it and yeah, you, yeah. you stripped away all of the oils. Right. And so then, now you have to replace it and put the good oils back well, into yeah, and it. Then I, and then as soon as you put in the conditioner, it's like, wow, it's like the full experience. Yeah. And so I think that was the first time I ever did a shampoo and a conditioner, like a, you know, like you just overall felt relief. From yeah. the first use. Yeah. Well, and then I got out of the shower and then I like dried off and then I kind of went about doing stuff. I like I put in hair gel and whatever. And I kind of went about my day and was like, wow, I haven't like scratched my head once. Yeah. Because like, it just felt so clear. Yeah. 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 It was like, oh, this actually works. And I remember I texted you and I was like, I haven't felt like an issue scalp <laughs> all day. Thank you so much. I was like, oh, man, this is like a total like not, literal night and day difference. I remember from looking at that text message and being like, yep, figured. <laughs> 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 it's like so obvious. And then I remember, I think it was the next haircut we did. You looked at it and you were like, wow, this is like way better. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, visibly, I cut your hair about it. once a month or so. Yeah. So it took about a month to see minimal results. I, I will say when you're treating scalp conditions like dry scalp and or dandruff, it can take some time. It don't expect to see results within, you know, a week, two weeks. I usually tell my customers, past customers, friends, anybody that I'm giving advice uh, with my knowledge is that expect it to take from one to three months. If it's not doing anything, if you're not seeing at least a little bit of change after a month, then yes, maybe it would be worth it looking into seeing if the product is right for you. Right. By the way, this podcast is not sponsored by any hair <laughs> brands, products, companies whatsoever. We are a student podcast working out of a school and any products that I ever say on this podcast, it's just going to be because I genuinely believe in the products from experience of using them and not because I'm being paid to tell you so. <laughs> yeah. And I recommend that if you're seeing dandruff, that's, you know, that's something we should probably talk about is yeah. the difference between dry scalp and dandruff. Because I don't know the difference. I mean, dandruff is dandruff just like a byproduct of a dry scalp or... It's not really. Okay. So think about it like this way. When your skin's really dry, you get flaky and ashy, right? Mm -hmm. Well, your scalp does the same thing. The skin cells just flake off and you see them as like white, right? Mm -hmm. What happens when you have dandruff is the oils in your scalp overproduce. And then what they do is they kind of overproduce and mix in with the current cells on your scalp. So that when you do have, I mean, everybody's skin flakes, we just may not see it as much, right? right? But we're always shedding like very minimal skin 
throughout our lives and Mm -hmm. days. So when we do that naturally, the oils are getting mixed in with that. And then they're building on top of each other because the oils so it's can, just snowballing into yeah. itself. Okay. At first it looks a lot like dry scalp, but over time it develops into something more sticky and sebum-y. Mm. Ew. So that's really the biggest difference is if you're seeing flakes on your scalp and they don't look like they're compressed with a bunch of oil and they're not like almost like wet when you're brushing them out of your hair, you most likely have dry scalp. Mm. And if you're seeing a lot more oil production with it, you're more likely to be looking at the earlier signs of dandruff in your hair. And the best way to get to the bottom of that is to ask your hairdresser their personal advice. They may or may not tell you, yeah, I see that it's dandruff. And they'll recommend a product that they have at their salon that can treat that. A lot of times though, hairdressers are not licensed in products to like prescribe you medication. We have the knowledge and we have the skincare license to give you the advice. But I would say that if you really think you have dandruff and whatever your hairdresser gave you is not treating it, see your dermatologist because they can give you something medicated that will definitely be the right thing for you. But I think it's best to be knowledgeable about your hair because if you can save yourself from going to a doctor visit and just see your hairdresser and they just so happen to be like, yeah, I have Paul Mitchell tea tree and you can just use this once a day or once every time you wash your hair and it'll clear everything up and you'll feel so much better. I think that's just so much easier. Yeah, that was certainly the case for me because I feel like dermatologists right now are so busy all the time and there's not enough of them. Like I tried to book a dermatologist appointment and it was going to be like, you know, three to six months out. And I was like, that's not going to work. Like I I can't wait around that long, but yeah. Well, by then, gosh, your scalp may have gotten worse. I mean, (laughs) I've seen a lot of things come out of dry scalp. You're more susceptible to other skin conditions when you have uh, dry scalp for a prolonged time. So you might see more psoriasis later in life because you're not Mm. treating your dry scalp. psoriasis is just an advanced form of dry skin along with other things that go with it but Mm -hmm. to keep it simple here we're not going to get too technical on this podcast i want it to be something that everybody can understand right most of the time when i am giving people advice behind the chair 90 percent of the advice i give is the difference between dry scalp and dandruff and how to make sure your scalp is moisturized correctly Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are scared to put a lot of conditioner in their hair They think it's going to oil it up, especially if you typically have oily hair. And newsflash, you might not actually have oily hair. You might just like clean it so, 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 so much that your body thinks that it needs to produce these oils like so, so, so much more than it would normally do. And then you think every day, oh, I have to wash my hair so much because it's so oily. But what a lot of times I would tell my customers to do is like, Give it a week, suffer through the oily bits for Mm -hmm. a week and then go try to wash your hair like every other day and just tell me a month later if that works, because it could be the difference between you just naturally have an oily scalp or you're just washing it so much you're you're throwing your oils off. Yeah. And that won't help either. Natural oil is good. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes both ways. Like some of us, I I have really, really dry skin, so I deal with like a, a really dry Sahara desert in my hair and I'm constantly having to put conditioner in it. Cole over here kind of has a more mixture where he has the dry scalp, but his hair responds by producing all of these oils to try to like make up for it. And then it just be creates this environment that's really not fun for him to deal with. So the tea tree really helps because it kind of medicates it on a natural level and it just keeps everything really balanced. Well, and I know that's why 
that's why my like my face acne has cleared up a lot too. Really? Because, uh, well, I I would I would say so. I mean, maybe it is just a coincidence, but and it might be the dan the dandruff shampoo, the Head and Shoulders, when it would like seep down your face in the shower. It yep. was like also doing whatever it was doing for mm -hmm. your scalp to your face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also during that time, I wasn't like I didn't have a face wash or anything I was doing. So it could have just been like because I finally got back into the routine of washing my face every day. Like yeah. around the same time. So it might have just been a coincidence, but I'm sure it hasn't hurt anything by switching shampoos to something better. <laughs> I feel so proud. Like just one piece of advice made you like so much more aware of like your skin health in general. And I wish I know that on a podcast you can only hear us, but I wish you could see Cole's face compared to when I met him because his skin just looks so much more clear and brighter. Yeah. yeah. And I feel personally responsible and for it. <laughs> <laughs> and so another product that I would really recommend to people if they're looking for something in the similar situation that Cole had where they need to treat some dry scalp and maybe a little bit of dandruff at the time. Uh, maybe the dry scalp is, is more overproduced and they just need something to keep them balanced. I I usually recommend that you go to a salon and buy the products at the salon specifically because the manufacturers will support that product because you're getting them from a legal place and you want to make sure that you're getting the right products. But I've been drawn to a new way of getting hair products now. And as a hairdresser, it feels really weird for me to like order products online for my hair because I just want to make sure that they're reputable. But I found this brand. They're called Ethique. Can you spell that for us? E T H I Q U E. Ethique. Ethique. Yes. And they have a website. Um, I'm pretty sure they ship all over the US and some places outside of the US. And they do like solid shampoo. I've gotten a couple of people on these shampoos and I, I they all really like it. I've been using it myself and I super enjoy them. But my boyfriend kind of needed something to help with. You know, he works out and he sweats sometimes, but he also is susceptible to dandruff. So occasionally he'll get problems with dry scalp because he'll just like not wash it for some time and it'll get really dry. So he started using the one that has tea tree in it. It's a specific one that they have. They have a, a whole list of them. So if you have specific problems with your scalp, they uh, in their ingredients list, they talk about everything that's in the product and how it benefits your hair. So you can kind of do your research using their website to guide you. And they use only natural ingredients. And I really like that about it. There's uh, no sulfates in a lot of their products as well. So it's not harsh on your skin or your hair. But yeah, I think it's a good product. And the, the tea tree one of that brand has been working really well too. So I think either way you go, you don't have to use specifically the Paul Mitchell one. You don't even have to use specifically a tea tree one. But like I said, visit your local hairdresser and get their personal advice. They might have a product in your local area that does the same thing that's more accessible to you. Right. And if you can't go to a thick online, because I love it <laughs> and they don't sponsor us, but maybe they will want to one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been telling me to try that for a while and I need to. I'm into it. I yeah. love having the bar on my head. Like I, it's, yeah. it's a little weird to use a soap bar in your head, but at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I use it on my body. Like, what's the difference? Yeah. It, it suds up and everything like normal. So That's yeah, awesome. it works. All right, Cole. So we're coming to the end of the podcast. Uh, do you want to leave us with some thoughts? If your scalp is driving you crazy, then try out some stuff because I was hesitant to really explore anything. And 
I am much happier as a result of finding something that works. And maybe after listening to us today, we've pointed you in the right direction on a place to start. And don't be afraid to ask. Ask for help. Yeah, ask for help. Ask your hairstylist or whoever cuts your hair about it, too. They know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, thanks so much, Cole, for being here. Happy to be here. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed talking to you today. And I'm glad that I could use you as an example, a real life example for how you've actually seen the progress from start to finish, too. Yes, for sure. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Like always, I've got the hair information. I'm going to bring it there and then you can take it back. We will see you next time. And don't forget to brush your hair today. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by KBVR FM in association with Orange Media Network from Oregon State University. Recording and editing for the podcast were done by myself, Megan Vasquez. Please note that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the host and her guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of KBVR FM. Thank you for tuning in to Hair There and Back, and we hope to have you back for the future episodes.